Father, I accept our worship. I accept all the praise of God. For it is all yours. Lord, we are not here unto any man. We are here to worship you. Father, we thank you for the privilege of coming to worship. We thank you for the things that you do even to us in worship. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have worshipped. In Jesus' glorious name, we have worshipped. Amen. Please take your seat. And a very good morning to all of you. How is the weather? I'm sure it's getting on fine. Amen. We will just continue in our discussion of the open heaven. Hallelujah. Open heaven. The season of open heaven. So we read from Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12 and then we'll move from there to read uh, John. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12 if we're there. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. The heavens to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow. You shall lend to many nations but you, you, I don't know who the you is, but you, you, you shall not borrow. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Let's go to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. I will read from verse 5. I will read verses 5 through to 12. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes And seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. He knew what he would do. Why not tell your neighbor, God knows what he will do. If he says this is our season of open heavens, he knows what he will do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, "Make uh, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples. And the disciples to those sitting down. And likewise of the fish. 
as much as they wanted. So they were filled. He said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. 13. Therefore they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. By those who had eaten. And this morning... I want us to look at a topic. As a matter of fact, it was during the praise and worship that I actually got the, the topic. And it says, located for open heaven. Located for open heaven. And I looked at this whole passage. When you look at the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, this ministry didn't last for a very long time. It lasted for just three year, three and a half years most, when he started it. Even though he had been going into the temple from time to time and, you know, teaching and doing many things, his ministry actually just la- lasted from that three and a half years. But all of it, if you look at it, all it was about open heaven. When he was baptized, the heaven had to be open before he now manifested himself to men. The heavens had to open. He was located at that instant. John had to even testify. He said, look, this is the man. This, I saw it. I, nobody told me I saw it. I saw it myself. And when you look at a lot of other things that he did, all of the time, it was about open heavens. It was about, look, what heaven can do. What you can receive when the heaven is open upon you. The passage we just read... We had 5,000 men, 5,000 men, children, women, not counted. 5,000 men, children and women, not counted. Now, if you look at it in the way it is now, the present day, say a husband to a wife and some single men there, they said men, 5,000, give it, say, okay, maybe we have families there with three children. How many would we have? Seated there all. And Jesus saw all of those people. He saw them. 5,000 men. So if we say, okay, every family, three children. How many children already? By 5,000 men. Then how many women? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then think of it. They were coming. Consider it that that time Jesus didn't have business card. He didn't have a website. He didn't run any TV ministry or radio ministry. But they came. They had. They knew. They knew what he could do. They came. They came. They probably would have come with different purposes. Everyone with his own purpose. Everyone looking for, look, this is what I want from Jesus. This is what it is going to be for me. Some of them probably came to see, look, we want to see his, we want to make sure he falls somewhere. But it was those ones that were counted. 5,000 men, children and women not counted. Hallelujah. Children and women not counted. Notwithstanding, all of them sat there. They sat and they were waiting to listen. They came, they all wanted to listen to Jesus Christ. 
And I was wondering that Jesus, how was he reaching out to them? 5,000, if all of us seated here, I don't know how many we are, but think of it that without this mind. Yet he could speak to that crowd. No megaphone, no microphone. But the Holy Spirit was carrying the word and lifting it to the, the person that was even at the back. None of them wanted to leave. They were ready to listen to whatever Jesus was going to say. None of them was ready to leave. For them, it was about what was going to come. They were so engrossed in what he was saying. It wasn't even them that were concerned about hunger. It wasn't even them that were worried about the fact that we have not eaten. They would rather they have the word than, you know, say, the bread. They would rather choose the word than the bread. And when you look at it, this is how many of us will really want to choose the word. I'm sure in some places, instances, you just drop the bread here. And the word will fly that way first. Let me go for the bread. Let me go for the bread. They went for the word. His words were life-giving. The word of the Lord were life-giving. And they wanted that. They wanted just a word. They would rather faint with hunger than to miss a word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Matthew 4.4 4 tells us same thing with what Luke 4.4 4 says, isn't it? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word that comes out. You know, and he says it in Deuteronomy. The way it puts it in Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, verse 3, the same thing about this word. He said, for... I'm paraphrasing. I humbled you. I made you hungry in the wilderness. I gave you manna. Manna that your fathers, your forefathers, your ancestors, and you did not know about. Why? So that you will know that, look, it is me that I give. It is better. The words that proceed out of my mouth, it's better for you than that manna and that bread. This morning we were praying. Those who were able to catch up with the morning prayer, the workers meeting. We prayed this morning that enough of manna. We don't want manna because it's not manna that God promised us. He didn't promise us manna. And thank you, uh, Brother Dami, for that revelation. You know, it's not manna. Most of the times we go after, we still want manna. And that's why even when he speaks a word, he says, open heavens, we're, we're not there. Because we are still wanting manna. That if you go, you take it home and you keep it overnight, tomorrow you, you won't, you, it, it's useless. They were given a choice between bread and the word. They chose the word. The young disciple uh, had seen that situation and he came to Jesus. Of course, look, this whole people you are talking about, we can't feed them. It's just not possible. We can't feed them. There are many. But Jesus said they don't need to go away this moment. You don't need to go away this moment. You know, many a times, some of us just miss the miracle like this. When the word is just about to come out, that's when you just doze off. When the word is about to come, that's when you are walking out of the door. May that never be our portion in Jesus' name.
Because I'm sure Jesus, Jesus perceived even the heart of that disciple, saying, look, just leave these people to go. But Jesus himself knew what he was about to do. So if he had allowed him, if he had gone with what the, uh, the disciple had said to him, he would have said, gone. Then a lot of them would have missed. Think of those people that were not counted. The men were counted. Like I said, the topic is located for open heaven. Jesus said, don't send them away. Don't send them away. And then the young boy came. He came. They said, here is a lad who had five barley loaves of bread. Two small fishes. You see, the Bible was careful to put it. Two small. Two small fishes. Now, when you look at five loaves of bread... Those of us sitting here, how many people, even if you are just, you know, pinching this thing, how many people will get from five loaves of bread and two fishes? Jesus knew what he was about to do. He knew. He knew what he's about, he was, he's about to do. He knows whenever he wants to do anything, he knows it exactly. Now, the teaching moment from this. This boy brought five loaves, two fishes. He gave it. He knew very well that it will not do anything. That was his own lunch for a small boy. Five loaves. I wonder what his mom, I don't know the size of those loaves of bread. But for his mother to package five loaves, I mean, I... I looked at the whole thing and I was thinking in my head, like maybe tuna sandwich. Yeah? And then you have, but they said five barley loaves. Now, <laughs> I wonder how that boy was going to massage five loaves, you know, with two fishes. But yet this boy gave. Now, the miracles begin with you recognizing that small thing that you have. Recognizing that I have that small thing and it can do something. This boy, he knew very well that his five loaves of bread and two fishes will not feed. It was meant for just him. But he gave it to feed 5,000 men, not counting women, uh, women and children. Not counting women and children. If you don't recognize what you have, you cannot multiply what you do not have. If you don't recognize what you have, you cannot multiply what you do not have. What do you have? What do you have that you want to bring for these open heavens? What do you have? What is it that you have? And the second thing, the irony of it, it's, I call it irony here. They didn't even count women. They didn't count children. Yet the one that was not counted was the one that had the miracle. That boy wasn't counted. They said they counted 5,000 men. The boy was not counted. I don't know if I'm speaking to somebody today. It doesn't matter whether you are counted in the realm of things. It doesn't matter whether you, they can count a hundred times even if you are not counted. And if the Lord locates you, it will surely come to you. This boy was there. He was not counted. 
But he was the one that was holding the miracle. He was the one that heaven had moved to locate so that miracle, that open heavens will come down. That small boy, his five barley loaves of bread, two fishes. It's amazing that when God wants to use people, he used those ones that are not counted. It's those ones that are not counted. Because most of the times, those of us that are counted, we're, all, we're always too big for the miracle. A lot of the times, those of us that are counted, we, we already have more than enough for the miracle. So it's those that are not counted. Those that are not counted. It's so amazing. That's how Jesus works. But it also takes you to be a child so that you'll be counted. It takes you to be a child so that you'll be counted. I pray, I pray that this open heavens that the Lord has promised us this season will locate us in the name of Jesus. All of them were so busy counting, counting, counting the men, just the men, that they forgot the, the very significant person, the important one that God had moved to perform his miracle. Now, that small boy that was not counted, as little as he is, because the Bible says to us, a boy, he must be a boy, a boy. He was the one that was counted and was located for that miracle. Probably this open heavens, you have said from January till November, words have been coming. You know, when it came, when the word, when God released the word to us as a church, and he said, open heavens, I said, "Mm." for God to have called us to that eight days of prayer and fasting, he must have located us, he has seen, the heavens had moved, that look, it has to be here. And that is why all the things, all the words that God keeps releasing within, you know, right from that time, I, I, I need you to check it. I know that even this week that had just passed, somebody came to testify to, uh, to share with me that he got a job. Hello? It, it must be God that is moving. That's why he has moved and said, look, wait for eight days. And not just waiting, he brought, you know, in that waiting, look at the way it just happened. The decision when God spoke and how our Father in the Lord picked it and then moved with it. Within that period that he organized those men of God to come down here. People, God has located us. I don't know about you, but I know he has located me for this open heaven. And I pray you will not be left behind in the name of Jesus. Little too much. The boys' lunch that was packaged, number three, the boys' lunch that was packaged by his mother, Jesus asked that his disciples tell everybody to sit down. Now, when you look at the number of people there, for, the, for 12 disciples to organize them, it was going to take a long time. It was definitely going to take a long time. And think of it that maybe they're organizing them in the group of 50, 50, 50 here, 50 here. How long it's going to take? 5,000 men, not counting women and children. 
But it is because of that little, just that little, little, just the little. And it was going to take time. Now, the thing there for me is that, see, when, when, when it, any miracle that is coming to you takes time. Any good, genuine, tangible miracle that the Lord releases, you find out that when it's coming, it doesn't just come, bam. He prepares you and it takes time. That's why he said, sit them down. Sit them down. He prepares your mind. And it, you imagine those, 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 the whole of the multitude, the ones that were hungry there. You telling them to sit down. I am hungry. You are busy saying, sit down in this group, arranging us, putting this, do, doing this one and the rest. But that also tells us that our Lord is a God that operates with structure and order. I pray that you will put your own structure in place and organize yourself because he works like that. Sometimes these miracles come, you find out that you have not set a structure for it. Then it becomes, it it just passes you by. Why? Because you've not set the structure. And sometimes you have not even put yourself in order. Then they speak and say, ah, it's for Mr. A. And Mr. A is still trying to arrange himself and the thing has passed. We need to be in order. We need to set a structure. Because our Lord works with structure. He set them down. He said, make them to sit down. Make them to sit down. I pray, I pray. That we will set our own structures and we will not be mindful of how long, you know, God, because he has said he will do it, will put ourselves in order and set our structure in place so that when the miracle comes, we will not miss it. The best miracles in your lifetime, it cannot be driven by hunger or the need necessarily. It doesn't matter how hungry you are. It doesn't matter the need now. But what matters is the fact that God has said it will happen. You can't push him to do it now, 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 now. In fact, most of the times, one thing I notice with God is that if you are so impatient, it delays. That's why he's long-suffering. He keeps the long. You hold the long. I mean, he keeps the long. You hold the suffering if you are not patient. And I pray, I pray that in this season, In this season, we will not miss it in the mighty name of Jesus. Number four, God prepares you within a time on what he is about to do. That is why they were counted. That is why they were counted and they were asked to sit down. Now, the boy went from not being counted to counted. You can imagine this boy. You know, the Bible keeps telling us 5,000 men. Women not counted, men not counted. Which of the men there, which of the, the 5,000 of them that was counted got the miracle? Hello? Which of them actually was the one that was positioned for all of this miracle? It was one small boy that was not counted. Perhaps you're sitting there, you're waiting, you're saying, look, this is it, I have to. You're pushing yourself even in the forefront. It doesn't matter. 
whether you are counted. Maybe you are in your office. They are saying they are doing this thing. You are already almost grumbling. You are thinking it's passing by you. It doesn't matter whether you are counted or not. What matters is that God has said, it's your season of open heaven. It's your season. It's my season of open heaven. Count me or not. So long as God will count me, let the counting of men continue till tomorrow. Let the counting of men. Let them continue counting till tomorrow. Let them continue counting. This boy went from not being counted to counted. Now, he was not only counted, but he became very significant in the, in the realm of things. And that's what happens to, to us a lot of times. Listen to testimonies that come up here. Many a times we come up here to say, oh yeah, well, I was not... I was not, I was not, I was not. But when it happened, I just said this. And they now come back to me to say, can you go back to that, our God? Our, a brother had given that testimony here before. And then you were not counted. You were not counted. I pray, I pray, that whether I am counted or not, open heavens will locate you and I in the name of Jesus. Now the open heaven, when the open heaven began. The Bible said, and he took it, he took the bread, and he blessed it. He took the bread, and he, he blessed it. He is blessing something that is not enough. Five loaves of bread, two small fishes. He took it, and he blessed it. God is teaching us something there. Our Lord Jesus Christ taught us something there. That until you can be thankful for something that is not enough, what you have cannot be multiplied into what is more than enough. Last Sunday, even at the workers' meeting, you know, our brother, Brother Sylvester, was leading us. And he said, thank God, because many times we want to thank him for those big, big things. We want to thank him. But even that small one, thank him for it. Thank him. He took it. He gave thanks. He blessed it. Something that was not enough, he blessed it. When you can take that little thing and say thank you. And say thank you to the Lord. Oh, when you have that job, that job that you think that is not the job that I want, and you say thank you, and you still go to God and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for this job that I'm doing. I still appreciate it. Thank you. I know this is not where I'm meant to be, but Lord, I thank you for this one that I have. Oh, Father, I thank you for these wonderful children that you have given me. Lord, I know this is not the behavior I expect of them, but Lord, I still thank you because I know they are work in progress. Oh, Father, I thank you for my marriage. Eh, this is not the way I expect my husband or my wife to behave. But Lord, I still thank you for my husband. I still thank you for my wife. And when you do that, you find out that even your own expectation, God will supersede it in the mighty name of Jesus. He took it and blessed it. We know exactly what we know exactly what Jesus was giving. Five loaves of bread. We have an accurate account of it. But when he began to break it, 
we, we begin to lose account. As he was breaking it, as he was breaking it, as he was breaking it, he was multiplying because he was blessed it. As he was breaking it, he was saying, as he was breaking it, he was multiplying. Peter was taking his own and running this way. Andrew was taking his own, running to the groups that he had said. Philip and the rest, all of them, as he was breaking, it never stopped. It never stopped until when he stopped breaking it. Now that tells me also that great miracles that come, that I have, people that enjoy the miracle, people that you see God has moved their lives. Go and read it. Go and check. A lot of the great people that have, you see them being blessed, you find out that God, they have been broken at some stage in their life. How many times have you been broken? How many times? How many times have you been broken? And then you're thinking, oh God, you're killing me. How many times have you gotten to that place? And you're thinking, oh, it's killing me. And he's doing it all because he wants to bless you and multiply you. He broke it. We all had an account. You just think of it. Five loaves of bread. Five thousand men, not counting children, not counting women. As he was breaking it, he was multiplying. As he was breaking it, Maybe you are even still at that point that God is breaking you. And you are thinking, oh God, when will this be over? It is because the blessing is going to be great. It is because the blessing is going to be great. Many great people, I have to, honestly, I've, I tried to read, I, I checked it. Many great people, you find out that they at some point, I'm talking of Christians, and you just find out that they were broken at some point. And every now and then, you know, God keeps breaking them. Because until he breaks you at this point, you, you know, you, the increase will, not, will just stop. If you are going through that, <laughs> my brothers and my sister, know that the blessing is in the breaking. If you refuse to be broken, then you are refusing to be blessed. It is the breaking of life that produces the blessing of life. It is the breaking of life that produces the blessing of life. The greatest blessing, <laughs> the greatest blessing comes in the hardest breaking of life. It always comes in the hardest breaking of life. And notice another thing. Jesus did not feed them directly. He didn't feed them directly. As he was breaking it, he was giving it to his disciples, taking it around there. You know, you've asked them to sit down in groups, breaking it, giving it to his disciples, and they were, you know, running with it. Now, just imagine those people there, 5,000 men, not counting women and children. And then, this, you are sitting there, you're saying, no, I'm not going to take it from the disciples. Let Jesus come and give it to me by, with his hands. I, I bet you're going to fast compulsory fasting, not planned fasting, because you're going to go hungry. And now what does this say? What, what is this telling me? That a lot of times, if we're expecting that it has to come from God, God can use anybody to bless you. He can use, and when you refuse, you're saying, I want to wait, and he has sent that person. <laughs> That's a freaky gun. That's it, just gone. Yeah, I'm expecting, oh, God has said my blessing is going to come. Yesterday we went out, giving out hampers to the glory of God. 
And then you just imagine that the people that are expecting the hampers are saying, no, I'm expecting this, this, this kind of person. And then that's you turn up in front of their door and you're knocking. And the person comes out and says, oh, no. That's not the person I'm expecting. What's going to happen to that person? <laughs> Hallelujah. Your miracle can come. God will use anybody to bring your miracle. It is for you to know that he doesn't have to come. and to, uh, You know, that is him. Using the person is him coming to you. You know, a lot of times we choose, we choose the person that we want to bring the miracle to us. A lot of times, I notice that with us Christians, we choose a lot of times. I want to see this particular man of God, or except it is this particular man of God that is delivering the word. The word has no power. But the word, is that is it the man's word or it's God's word? It's the word of God, isn't it? Do you know that even your child, your child, you know, a lot of times they want to speak to us, we don't want to listen. And then you just, you just for some reasons, you just find out that you've missed the miracle. Because it's just in God sending it through that child. May we identify the people carrying our miracles in the name of Jesus. Perhaps you have attached your own miracle. You have attached your open heavens to a particular man or particular, or you're saying, I'm waiting until I see him come in that S class or whatever to deliver. Jesus did not feed them directly. He will break, he will give it to them. They will give it to the people. So you have to learn how to eat God's blessings, even if it begins with somebody's hands or somebody you don't know. The open heavens. The open heaven. Now we'll move to the open heaven. What is the thing that we are talking about this morning? And that's why I've taken us through all of this. Jesus could have stopped at the 5,000 because he will definitely know that, okay, everybody, we do it here, isn't it? Has everyone been served? Yes. He could have stopped there. But he kept multiplying. He kept breaking and multiplying. He kept breaking, not because he wanted a waste. Not because he was a waster or he wanted to waste some of it or wanted to prove himself as, you know, this Jesus that can multiply this food. But he purposely designed it to walk that way so that we'll have leftovers. Now, the purpose of God, when God is saying, I'm going, I'm opening the heavens, He's not opening heaven to give you just enough. He is opening the heavens to give you an overflow. And that was exactly what he did here. He continued, you know, until they had an overflow. And he was careful. The Bible was careful to tell us that 12, he didn't say 12 baskets, 12 full baskets. And he said what? Gather them. Gather. That is the miracle. Perhaps someone has been telling you that, no, 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 this is designed for you to just have enough. You have gotten your own weight there. <laughs> Don't let the person deceive you. What God has designed for us this season 
is not enough, is not just enough. If his name is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, he cannot give you just enough. He cannot give you just enough. And that is why David said in, in, in Psalm 23, he said, my cup runneth over. Just think of it. My cup. He, he knew very well what he was, what was talking about. God will not bring you to a place of just enough. And that's why he said, open heavens. He has been doing it. But maybe we still don't understand what he is talking about. And that's why he said, okay, look, I'm, what I'm talking about is, look, open heavens. And when the heavens is open, I know when to stop it. You are not the one to decide when to stop the open heaven. I have said this is the season. One thing I discovered when I was reading, you know, this entire passage and preparing and going back, you know, listening to, to, to some of the, the, the messages that we had during the eight days, I discovered that, look, what God is saying to us as a congregation, as fountain of love, is that, look, what I want to do is an overflow. I know you have had a year of overflow before, but within this short period, the way I have arranged it is so that you will prepare yourself. Look, make room for what I am about to do, because what he is about to do is not to just give you what your your entire house can carry. It is more than enough, more than something that, look, your children will benefit from it. Your children's children will come and say, look, my, I inherited this. You know, write like that onto your generation. The open heaven. And I started to look at it. I said, oh, Lord, I want to experience it. Just think of what he did there. He bring an experienced chef. Let's take an experienced chef. Ask him. He, he, he can, to some extent, measure measure what can fit all of us by his experience. I'm not talking of my mother or my wife or my grandmother, you know, based, based on experience. I'm talking of an experience, somebody that does his, his profession. You just know that, okay, this, this amount of salt should do for 5,000 men, not counting women and children. So he, knew he, he will know exactly what, where to stop. Jesus knew exactly that he could stop when it was. As a matter of fact, with five loaves of bread, two small fishes, if he could multiply it to go around like that, he could as well stop at the 5,000 men and the women and children that were not counted and just stop there exactly. Brethren, if and only if you are looking for just that enough. Then I don't think that is what God has planned for you. I don't think that is what he said. What he is saying is that when I pour out my blessing, that I will not be limiting your capacity to receive, except you limit it yourself. That I will pour out my blessings upon you. It's for you to open up your capacity to receive this blessing that I'm going to give. That's why some of the testimonies, when they come, I just, oh, I rejoice with them. I say, but I know that more, more of such greater testimonies will come. Some of you that have been giving redundancy letter, I look, I have no doubt, I have no doubt that God is saying that, look, it's time for you to leave. I have long asked you to leave that employment. You refuse. So take a letter of redundancy so that you go and be your own MD and chief executive officer. You know, a lot of times it's fear, 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 fear. 
we fear. But I want to thank God because God is visiting us again. He gave us the year of overflow some years back. I think that was 2012. 2012, God said it was our year of overflow. I knew, I knew very well how people were getting, you know, contract jobs. You know, that was where all this contract contracting was starting, isn't it? And we got so engrossed in it. That was overflow. But that was not the overflow that God was apparently talking about. And that's why he has brought it again. He said, this, this closing, closing this year, it's your year of open heaven. In case you missed that overflow, in case we did not see it, in case we didn't see it like that small boy did, that boy saw, he saw an open heaven. You know, the thing that's amazing me about, you know, very amazing about the young boy, the small boy is, you just wonder, how did he know? How did he get to Andrew? What were they discussing? How did he hear Jesus telling Philip, that look, where will we get bread to feed these people? The boy had prepared himself. I am sure he was there the previous day. He had seen, he had followed Jesus. So when he got his lunch, he just followed. He was prepared. And look, what if, if, this man, if Jesus wants this, I will give it. Because I know it will provoke something. Open heaven. I pray, I pray that we will, we will experience this overflow in the name of Jesus. God is saying what I have, what I intend for you is an overflow, is an overflow so that your children, your children's children will be partakers in the mighty name of Jesus. And that's why the Bible was careful to tell us that we had an overflow of 12 full baskets. 12 full baskets. May we experience an overflow that will leave our mouth open in the name of Jesus. May this season of open heavens that God has promised us never pass any of us by in the mighty name of Jesus. And when he did that, he said they should collect it. Of course, they collected. We know. We know many people have said no. It was the disciples that shared. Whether it was the disciples, whether it was all given to that boy, the boy's life had been transformed. Whether it was the disciples, they all have more than one basket. And I believe even if they were going to sell it, it will continue to multiply. May that be our miracle this season in the mighty name of Jesus. May it be that the word that God has released to us, we will not just close our eyes, we will just close, shut our ears and say, look, I have heard, he has said it, last month he said this, October he said that, this, that, 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 you know, you know, we're very good at doing that, I say, I'm tired. Oh, some people were tired, I'm sure some people would have left at that point. May that never be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Why not rise with me and let us pray? If you rise with me and let us pray. We're going to take three prayers. I don't know how serious, I don't know how, how much of this open heavens, how much space you have created for this open heavens. I don't know, but I want us to pray. I want us to pray. Maybe you have missed it. Maybe you are not even sure. You're not even sure. The first prayer point I want us to take is that we will not miss it. We will not miss this miracle.
we will not miss this word in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. I want us to pray. Father, let my destiny mandate of fruitfulness and multiplication manifest in my life to your glory in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Lord, let my destiny mandate of fruitfulness, my destiny mandate of fruitfulness and multiplication, Lord, let it begin to manifest right now. Manifest it to overflow, oh God. Father, let your word, oh God, let my mandate, oh God, Father, let it begin to manifest to the glory and honor of your name. Let it manifest, 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 let it manifest. Father, it is my mandate to be fruitful, it is my mandate to multiply. Lord Almighty, let that mandate be fulfilled in my life, let it manifest in my life. Lord, that I will multiply in every area of my life. That I will be fruitful in every area of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to pray, Father, by your power, destroy the harvest destroyers. Pursuing my harvest. In the name of Jesus, let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we pray by your power, destroy, O oh God, every harvest destroyer, pursuing my harvest. Lord, pursuing that which you are doing in my life, pursuing my overflow. Lord, destroy it in the name of Jesus. Destroy them. Destroy them, O oh God. Father, by your power, release your power, O oh God. Let it destroy every harvest destroyer in my life. Let it destroy every harvest destroyer. Pursuing, oh God, the harvest that you have given me. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We're going to pray, Father, let your power always locate me for open heaven. In the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let your power locate me for open heavens. Lord, wherever I am, let your power, let your power locate me. Let your power locate me. Let it locate me for these open heavens. Lord, no matter where I am, no matter where I go, wherever I am, let your power, oh God, let your power locate me. Let your power locate me for open heavens. Let your power locate me for this great miracle. Father, in this season, oh God, of open heavens. In this season, oh God, that you have said is our month of open heaven. Lord, let your power locate me. Lord, let your power locate me. Let me not miss, oh God. Let me know. Lord, I will not miss this open heavens. Locate me wherever I am. Locate me wherever I go. Let your power locate me for open heavens. Let your power locate me for open heavens. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the last prayer point we're going to take is the Lord, I will be counted. Lord, I declare and I decree that even when men don't count me, I will be counted in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, Lord, wherever I'm not counted, Lord, it doesn't matter. So long as you count me, Lord, I will be counted. Father, I will be counted. Lord, please count me. Count me. Count me among those that you have released to open heaven to. Count me, O oh God. Count me, O oh God. 
Count me, Almighty God. Count me, count me, count me, count me. Lord, in this season of open heaven, count me. Count me, O God. Count me for this breakthrough. Count me for this overflow. Count me, O God. Count me, O God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Father, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, because in this month of open, uh, open heaven, Father, we will not miss it. None of us will miss, O oh God, your prophecy, your word to us in the name of Jesus. Lord, from today, Lord, every word that you speak to us, Father, give us that heart, give us that ear to move. Give us that ear to hear it and to act upon it in the name of Jesus. Father Almighty, we want to thank you. Thank you, Lord, because we know we will swim in your overflow. And the testimonies of God shall abound. We will come back here to say thank you, Lord. Because you would have done it for us. Thank you for answered prayers. For in Jesus' marvelous name we have prayed.